verse 31 down to verse 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, God has heard is what that's mean, that means. Indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. I started out talking about momentum. Momentum has to do with moving forward. So if I got a praise Sunday and I don't have a praise Wednesday, means I went backwards. How, how can I have a praise Sunday and then not have a praise Wednesday? You know, I can't turn up one day and then turn down the next day. That means I'm going backwards. I know what it is to not praise God because I've been there. And I know what it is to praise God. And I've been there. My plan is to stay in praise. No matter what. That seems odd to the educated people. Because you're analyzing and counting yourself out of the greatest blessing of your life. So since Satan has caught or asked for you. And he wants to sift you as wheat. He wants to take all the good out of you and leave nothing but bad. Sometimes you see people who used to be good and now they're carrying bad characteristics. It's because they're being sifted. So all that's left now is a nasty attitude when they used to have a good attitude. They had a good attitude on Sunday. But when the devil starts sifting, all of a sudden the bad attitudes start coming on Sunday too. It's because the devil's been sifted. You used to be able to play it off for an hour and a half. But since the devil's been sifting, you don't have enough energy to pretend anymore. So Satan desires for us to see that you that doesn't attend church at the church. He said, Jesus said, but I pray for you. That your faith would not fail. That that old you would decrease and the new you would increase. Prayed for you. So that you would have some momentum going to where God wants you to go. Peter, I got a plan, man. I, I, I got a plan for you to preach in Acts chapter 2. Now you're going to go through some stuff and that's the problem. We don't like to go through anything. But in order to get to your destination... From the time of your prophecy, you're going to go through some things. It's not that the prophecy is a lie. The thing of it is, the same word that God spoke over your life, Satan heard it. And Satan wanted you just as much as God wants you. That's why you can't be half in. All right. We are today... Got a call. I'm on the phone with Lady Davis and her brother. And see, you're always conditioning yourself on what you're going to do. So I get, get on that call. And they say they want to put her mom on hospice. So we get that report today. I get off the call with her. And then another leader, the McDougals, 
mother has just transitioned. But we still got to praise. let, Let me help you. Let me help you. If your praise is contingent on whether or not you get a good report, you're not gonna make it in this season. Cause when you have a bad report, you still gotta believe the report of the Lord. So when I ask you to praise or command you to praise at refresh, cause I'm not asking you, cause you gonna cover us with your praise. We covered you with our integrity. So when we command you to praise, cause we're not asking, when we are challenged, it's a command to praise. That everything that's got breath in its body should lift up a shout of praise to the Lord our God. Now we're not going backwards. Next time I say we're going to praise, we're not going backwards. We're going to praise because it's a strategic plan of God to shut the devil's mouth when we praise. If you understood praise, when you got that negative report, you should have threw your sandals off and start jumping around the house. If you understood what praise can do. Well, I'm a man. I'm Baptist. It don't matter what you are. You got breath in your body. Let me give you these five things. I came to equip the church. I am determined. I am going to equip the African-American church. I am determined because we got too much energy elsewhere. Five results of having momentum. Five results of having momentum. For all of you who have a challenge, you should turn up. You should never let the devil have a paragraph of conversation with you without you turning up. There is no way your thoughts could get that negative if you turned up. Number one, momentum will determine your arrival time. Momentum will determine your arrival time. A lot of times I use my navigational system and I don't use it for just direction. I use it to find out what time my arrival time would be. And every now and then when I want to get there a little earlier than what's written, I'll press down on the accelerator. I'll gain a little bit more momentum. See, some of y'all don't understand that you're trying to get to a place and it seems like you're going to be later than where you're supposed to be. 
So what you got to do is you got to turn that praise up. You got to turn that worship up. You got to get under an apostle that accelerates you. That's what we do. We accelerate what should have taken five years only takes one year. We accelerate things. The money you should have had in the, last, in the next 20 years, you'll have it in less than 10 years. It's the arrival time. When you increase in momentum, it, it changes your arrival time. I many times just, just recently watched the time change while I was driving. The time originally said that I would be five minutes late. But when the momentum kicked in, I arrived five minutes early. That's why when you come through here, what we're doing on a Wednesday and on a Sunday is accelerating you. When you're streaming in, what we're doing is we're accelerating you. Because some of you are behind time. And you're wondering what's going on. You're behind time. That clock says 8.07. Time will not vanish. But you can redeem the time. All of you who have lost time. You need me. I want to ask you. How many of you know you got some lost time? That's why you need somebody like me. Because we're going to redeem the time. The time you spent with crazy people. The time you spent in crazy relationships. The time you spent going to crazy churches. We got to redeem that time. How did I get behind time? Chasing after what you wanted instead of what God had for you. Somebody shout, speed up. speed up. Do you not know that God needs you in place now? And you're in the past and you're still crying out of, of, about your hurt from the past? Momentum will determine your arrival time. Momentum will determine your Recovery time. Had surgery. Does not mean this is just hypothetically. Had surgery. Told me it was going to take six months for recovery. And I came to refresh. <laughs> Got a report that I'd be damaged for the rest of my life and then I came to refresh I was told that I will never bounce back and I came to refresh I was told that no man would ever want me and I came to refresh I was told that no woman would ever want me and I came to refresh I was told I'll never fit into anybody's business or ministry, but I came to refresh.
know that you have been given an extended amount of time for recovery. But you know this is the season of the Lord. Your recovery time because of the momentum that's taking place has been cut in half. Tonight under the prophetic anointing and I know the anointing is on my life. That's how I grew this church. That's how I do ministry. I'll tap into the prophetic and then use the apostolic to step over into my day. Number three, momentum will determine the number of breakthroughs you experience. Apostle, a lot of times I look at people and they say where they're going and I look at their speed. And I can tell by where their speed, whether they're going to reach that destination because they're going to have to be multiple breakthroughs for you to reach that destination. And if you don't have good momentum, then you're not going to break through and reach your destination. I started studying these, these ships that's called icebreakers. Uh, one in the Arctic Ocean. It can break through nine feet of ice. And it's not that the ice is weak. It's that the ship has momentum. And it's strong. See, we want to be passive people. And we underestimated the thickness of the ice. So we're running up against the icebergs. And then we're crying out. What happened? What happened was you did not follow the icebreaker because the icebreaker breaks the ice and the other ships come through. All of you who want to lead yourself, I hope you have the wherewithal to break through the ice that's ahead because this particular icebreaker has so much momentum that any level of ice could not slow it down. Always test your leader to see what they have made it through by faith before they talk about their faith. Nine feet of ice. And this icebreaker in purpose. That's why you can't run with people who don't know their purpose. There's a reason you're, you're made and shaped a certain way. There's a reason I'm made and shaped a certain way. Don't, don't try to change me because I'm breaking through. I'm sorry, I don't need no music to break through. Because I was breaking through and I didn't have no music. Thank God for the music that helps you. But within me as a musician, that when I open up my mouth, the atmosphere starts shifting. I'm my own intercessor. So momentum will determine the number of breakthroughs you experience. See, 
You need more than one breakthrough. You need more than one breakthrough to break out of the, the skepticism of your family and your bloodline. You need more than one breakthrough to break through the skepticism of the people that you're employed with. You, you need a breakthrough to get you through what the community is going to do against you when you start operating the way God wants you to operate. You got to get through all the other skepticism that goes along because if you really have an impact, you're going to alert some things in the region that's not going to like you. So you're going to have to have another breakthrough. See, some of you have settled for only one breakthrough. And if you settle for only one breakthrough, no, more, no, no wonder your party ended so early. You want to know why I'm still celebrating? Because every day is a breakthrough. You want to know why I'm amped up? Because I know there's going to be some tough stuff in front of me. But I also know this, tough stuff can't stop me. Because I got enough history that tells me the lion and the bear couldn't stop me. So this uncircumcised fool, Philistine, can't stop me either. What's standing in front of you that you need to get your history lesson to show you that what's in front of you can't stop you either? Somebody said many breakthroughs. It won't just be one. It's going to be many breakthroughs. Many blessings. Many victories. That's why your praise can't be set on one victory. And that's why you can't rejoice over the last victory so long you're not ready for the next victory. Thank all you for showing all that love to me on my birthday. That was so refreshing. All the cards, I read them. And all the comments, I read them. And everything was so good. It made me rise up and say, I'm going to take them to their destination. If I got that many good people who love me like that, baby, we're going all the way. I'm not going to fail. You're not going to give up on you. are not going to hurt so bad that I can't move you to where God wants you to go. You got a good leader and I'm willing to break through the ice to get you to your destination. And whatever stands in front of us is not big enough to stop us because I'm going to get you to your destination. Momentum will cause change to be embraceable. Change to be embraceable. The problem with people who don't move is difficult to embrace change. The only reason we're seeing change is because we're moving. If you don't move, things won't change. Some things won't change. You'll get older. That'll be the changes. But when you're moving, you're accustomed to things looking different every day. Those who like things to look the same, it's a sign that they're not moving. Never have a leader that can't embrace change. Because if you have a leader that does not embrace change, you're done. Well, the church is not like it was before the pandemic. None of the churches are. None of the business are. We 
we're in a discussion just the other day, and they said they're having a hard time getting teachers to come to work and getting waitress to come, come to work. They're having a hard time. I'm not having a hard time getting my employees to come to work. And those of you who are having a hard time going to work and you're on the refresh, you better go to work. Because if you're not faithful to your employer, how are you going to be faithful to God? So things, you, you have not seen all the change that's going to take place. Not because we want it, it's just going to automatically happen. God got tired of the way y'all were worshiping. So he changed it. Well, where's sister so-and-so? Where's brother so-and-so? I don't know. All I know is I was moving and I looked back just for a moment because I don't look back long and stuff had changed. Now you think I'm going to stop this shift to go find out why something jumped off? Somebody shout, it shall change. But I will embrace change. That needs to be a whole lesson by itself. But who is all those people up on that stage singing? Change. 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 You want the same person to stay up there until their face is wrinkled and their hair is gray or they have no hair at all. How, how many of you have the current cell phones? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that, that's a response question. How many of you have the current cell phones? No, why don't you have the flip phone? No, 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 no. Let, let, let's have this two-minute discussion. Why do you not have the flip phone? I know you. some of y'all ain't got all that kind of money. Why aren't you still carrying that flip phone? And if you had one, you would be embarrassed to pull it out. You ought to be embarrassed to be in that same place year after year after year after year. That's a shame that you had changed in your mind and changed in your posture and changed in your position. Embrace change and change will work for you. In fact, why don't you just become a change agent? Number five, get ready, Sister Jandra. Sister Adrian, where are you at? It's not about you. It's about your oldest daughter standing back there next to your husband. That's what the Lord said to me yesterday. It's about what God wants to do with her. And God wants you close enough so what's on me slides through you and gets to her. See, you got to understand 
that God is a generational thinking God. If you think it's all about you, you'll cause it to miss them. You think I put the devil through hell? Wait until what comes after me. Number five, and I'm done. Momentum will cause a God-given dream to be obtainable. God-given dream is not like your dream. A God-given dream is bigger than you. Some of y'all just got a little bit of dream. Running around trying to quote Dr. King, I have a dream. No, you, you don't have no dream. You have an image. A God-given dream is so vast, so deep, so uncomprehensible by the natural mind. It takes the faith that I'm talking about to believe that this thing can be done. It's a God-given dream. The Lord gave me a dream. No, 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 no. God starts talking like this. I'm going to send you and you're going to impact the whole continent of China. He starts telling you, I want you to go over to Australia and I want you to preach just like you preach here, there. And I'm going to start a revival and millions of people are going to come to Christ. I think I got about five or six calls from Africa for my birthday. Text messages. Little old boy from Bradford that God started showing him a dream that reached outside of Bradford and Birmingham. What is it God wants to do with you that you're not willing to allow God to give you a dream and you stifled yourself and everybody that believes in you by having an image and not a dream? God finances dreams, not images. Maybe the image is so small, God doesn't want to waste his resources. Everything with God is about stewardship. He'll never give what will not be used. He's gone crazy. I'm in the right frame of mind now. Until somebody starts saying you have lost your mind, you are not seeing the dream that God has for you. And some of y'all, under the sound of my voice, you've been sitting there trying to figure out if you were going to tell anybody about your dream. You got to tell the right people about your dream because if you don't, they're going to strip you of your coat and sell you into slavery. It was Joseph's dream. His dream was, was too big. He said, all my brothers going to bow to me. That was big. That, that, that was big. Not only that, mom and daddy, moon and sun, y'all going to bow too. So when he start talking like that, it sounds crazy. See, too many of y'all can't have it because you can't talk it. You're afraid of your naysayers. I got a microphone and I came to tell you and I'm just echoing what a generation before me said. I didn't come to take sides. I came to take over. 
come on, say it one more time with me. We didn't come to take sides. Come on, how about one more time? We didn't come to take sides. Apostle Ackland, one of my calls yesterday, it was uh, about what, 6.30, 7 o'clock, a bishop called me from South Africa, said I wasn't going to let the day get past. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning, but I had to wake up to call and tell you happy birthday. He said, there's no way I'm going to let this day go by. Even if I have to get up hours before daylight, I'm going to call you and celebrate you because I can tell what's on you. Some of y'all need to get ready. Some people about to celebrate you. Even if it inconveniences them to the max, they're going to celebrate you. It's an announcement to you that your time has come. And if you know your time has come, I need you to celebrate. Come on, you can do better than that. Your time has come, young man. I know you've been suffering. I, I've been feeling no suffering. But I came to tell you as your spiritual father that your suffering has an expiration date. And your sons will not know your days of suffering until you rehearse it back with them. And they will know that the God of their father and the God of their mother is a faithful God. an unusual opportunity that's about to hit y'all's life because you've been adjusting yourself and you're watching everything myself and Lady Davis is doing and the Lord said I'm about to spill over into your life it's not going to even make sense but God says that's my stamp of approval on my sons and my daughters somebody rejoice right there James and Valencia, I see you in an auditorium with 50,000 kids. Get ready. Get ready. See, they don't know what God is up to. They don't know what God is doing because they're too busy. They got too much of themselves on their mind. But I came to tell you what God is up to. It's going to scatter everything that was in opposition to you. You better get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. You When Trendon, when Trendon Watford 
text me happy birthday. When I looked at the text, the Lord said upgrade. I don't know what's about to happen for it, but since he was willing to send a text message to his man of God, God said, I'm giving him an upgrade. I got a call yesterday. They told me, I think you want to hear this on your birthday. They said, I found an opportunity that's not expensive, that's going to allow you to reach two million people. You can say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. But there's two million people waiting to hear my book. What's circling around you and you don't have the faith to believe that God is able to do anything but fail? some crazy blessing being released tonight. There's a crazy anointing that's being released tonight. There's an over-the-top blessing being released tonight. There's a level of glory Birmingham has never seen that's resonating right now. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost equipping the saints reaching the nations and transferring to generations refresh family church is more than a church to find out more visit our website at refreshfamily.church